0: Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Asbury Deep Dive Podcast. I'm Melissa Ivey, and it's just so good to be with all of you today. We are going to be diving into the sermon from Sunday. And so, to do so, I had to bring someone along with me to help me do that. And so, I have recruited Miss Katie Miller. Woohoo! Mrs. Katie Miller. What's going Sorry. on, people? Uh, not much. Not much. <laughs> um, so, Katie and I are just going to be diving into the sermon. So, Katie, as you all, I. Would assume no by now works with our students. Hi friends. I love what I get to do. I'm yeah. so grateful. So yeah. grateful. So Katie, um, please please tell us. Did what did you wanna do when you were little? Did you always wanna work with crazy students? You know, <laughs> um Sort of, I guess, in a way.
1: I always, my dream job growing up was to be a mom. That's awesome. So, I mean, really lofty goals. Yeah. Um,
0: I think that's a good... I had I was talking to my husband last night about... I, we were talking about kids, and I was like, yeah, I've always wanted to be a mom. And he was like, mm-hmm. not before you had your career aspirations. And I was like, no, yeah. Like, I yeah. wanted to be a mom before I knew what I wanted to do with my career. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've always wanted to. And I think my mom is just awesome and Aww. the very best. And so... She made it easy to like look up to her. Oh, that's in that cool.
0: Way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Goals to be a mom. Goals, man. Not a bad goal. Not happening yet, but we'll Someday. see. Someday. <laughs> awesome. So yes, like I said, we're gonna be talking about the sermon. So on Sunday, James is the one who spoke, Pastor mm-hmm. James. And we continued our series on Romans eight, which Romans eight is <sighs> packed full we're doing such large chunks and I mean, i'm really, like we, we are do a single verse <laughs> at a time partial verses like, we literally do half a verse at a time <laughs> we're gonna be romans 8 for a year yeah <laughs> i mean could. but truly we really we could. really really could mm-hmm. if we broke it down yeah if we really mm-hmm. really dug into each individual thing yeah because that's just how paul writes and mm-hmm. also romans 8 is like a big big bang of a um mark in his argument you know yeah. what he's saying and stuff and so we were talking about Romans 8 I believe the verses were 9 through 17 but I'm gonna let you guys check me in the sermon journal on that one
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right think I'm pretty sure was. you are were...
0: I know it starts at 9 uh-huh. it's, just Maybe where it's, either, it ends... it's either 9 through 12 or 9 through 17 yeah, it's just a little surprise for you yeah mm-hmm. go look it up yeah <laughs> <laughs> Force you to look it up yeah. um and so James really focused on um So kind of two parts, but really leading us to the fact that we are adopted, like we are Mm -hmm. heirs of Christ, heirs of God, co-heirs with Christ, which is just a crazy, crazy concept. And brought Mm -hmm. in the example of the prodigal son, which is just a beautiful example of what Christ does for us. And it's just really, really cool. Um, But having led into that before that, he was talking about, um, you know, in Romans 8. Paul's really diving into the difference between being under the flesh and being under the spirit Mm -hmm. and the difference between those two things, which are very important and really the key differences for Christians, you know, like um, that's a huge, huge difference. And so um, James ended up breaking out into three categories, which categories I think are a good Um, way to look at it conceptually and in general just a good visual I think I think it helps us compartmentalize where we fall or where we stand in that area but I don't think they're end-all be-all you Mm -hmm. know I don't think it's your goal in life isn't to be in one of these categories Mm -hmm. you know but they can we can know our life by kind of guessing which one we're in or seeing which one we're in and
1: and I think it can make us check ourselves and, and say okay do I need to like do I need to step Where's my, my own game up? Yeah. yeah. Am I straddling the, the line in two mm-hmm. areas? Am I really, Yeah, a, am I falling short? I mean, we're always falling short, but in general, where do I see myself?
0: Right. And, like a good little self-check. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a good, great words to put onto that. And so the three categories were natural, under law and under grace. And he takes mm-hmm. this from scripture. And I, I like these categories. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the natural person being one um. Scripturally, you would say of the flesh, but <laughs> I think of someone who doesn't care about God, doesn't want yeah. to, you know, nowadays we might say they might proclaim they're an atheist or an agnostic, mm-hmm. um, you know, so we would think not, you know, kind of, you know, wouldn't call themselves a Christian, yeah. doesn't really care about God, doesn't really care about a higher authority, um, kind of that whole, I'm going to do what I want this is my truth yeah <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely yeah, yeah i'm gonna yeah. live the
0: way i want to live right absolutely and so no no care for something higher mm-hmm. and so then under law is um maybe I, I i feel like it could go so many different ways but you can maybe say like a baby christian mm-hmm. you know in some aspects it could be someone who's for the first time being like oh i need to do what god says or wow. oh there's a god i need to understand him or maybe um, for some people it's people who have grown up in the faith and for them it's only about being under the law mm-hmm. um, and all these things yeah yeah
1: following the rules like you've yes. always been taught instead of bridging that gap into a relationship right I would like say.
0: i'm just gonna do what god tells me to do to make him happy or
1: even to be a good person I yes think to be a good person i think i think if we're honest with ourselves and we look at our own hearts a lot of times our motives isn't to look more like christ it's to be a good person and yeah. so i think more christians fall into this category than we
0: even realize i agree 100 mm-hmm. percent. i agree yeah um and i you know i think sometimes this this category can represent you know a lack of understanding mm-hmm. for you know I, i'm saying that kindly um but i think sometimes too it, we get there on accident you oh, know yeah. like um, life is hard and we mm-hmm. get to a point where we're just trying to get the output so we're just trying to do the right thing and we forget to consult Christ or we forget that anytime you're forgetting that relationship piece which I'm pointing my finger at myself I do often yeah yeah that's when I think you're falling under the law
1: well and I think it's even safe to say obviously it's not my place to judge but i bet if mother teresa was sitting here right now mm, like even yeah. even massive christians in the faith that when we look at them we're like mm-hmm. oh they they just rocked they it they rocked it yeah. yeah like they were just that one step below jesus in perfection <laughs> and it's like yeah. i bet if mother teresa was sitting here right now she would be honest with herself and be like i wasn't always i i, I sometimes did live under the law and right. i think we're I think we all fall into that category.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Regardless of how deep sure. we are in our thing. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of like the move through category. Mm-hmm. Like to get to under grace, I don't think you can really fully get there until you've kind of wrestled with some of the under law part. Oh, for sure. Right. And I feel
1: like it's maybe a category that we naturally just fall back into because it's the way oh, we yeah. are raised.
0: And it's the way the world makes sense. Mm-hmm. If I do these things, I get this. Yeah. Like that's how everything yeah. works. If I'm a good person, I get this in return. If I do the work, I get this grade. If yeah. I go to work, I get this paycheck. paycheck. Yeah. If I fill up my car with gas, I can drive my car. Mm-hmm. Like that's how literally everything works. And then over here sitting next to us is this lovely category of under grace that we're like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. This is too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Um when in reality, like that's that's God. Yeah. It's um, like when it's almost like when you're
1: in the like Starbucks line, and someone pays for you in front of you, it's like that, but to like times one billion. You know? <laughs> it's like, oh my yes. gosh, you did that
0: for me. But yeah, you just yeah. You mean, it. What do you mean? I don't have. To, I I was standing. What do you mean? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that. Um, so then there's under grace, which um, that's exactly what it sounds like. It's it's living a life, you know, not trying to please God, but trying to be in relationship with God. You know, it's living under the coverings of the cross fully. Because I think under the law, we can live under the cross. But I think under grace, we just more fully accept it for truly all that it is.
1: And I think we look at ourselves in the right perspective of man am I broken and man do I need Jesus yeah yeah
0: I think the people under grace are the quickest ones to say how screwed up they are yeah or the quickest ones to say how much they've messed up Mm -hmm. because they're like it doesn't even matter like it's not about me Mm -hmm. Um, and I I love so Andrew Lyman one of our pals Mm -hmm. um, he was sharing at staff chapel the other day and I love this the way he puts it so this is kind of the way I would describe under law versus under grace um, or in the terms of religion versus relationship and so when you're in religion or under the law and you up up you say oh my goodness I messed up I can't let my dad know like my dad Mm -hmm. cannot find out Mm -hmm. I'm going to get in so much trouble like no 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 this is going to be so bad for me I can't let him know and that's under law that is in religion but then in relationship or under grace when you mess up you say oh my goodness I messed up I need my dad Yeah, like I need help I need forgiveness I need all these things I need to go to my dad and that's the under grace that's the relationship side that Mm -hmm. that's where Christ wants us to live from yeah I almost
1: feel like And every decision and every situation that we're in, we either can turn towards God or we can turn towards ourselves. And so like if you were to look back on even what you've been doing today, where have you been turning? Which way have you been turning? To yourself and to the law of I have to do all of these things right in order to be loved Mm -hmm. or to the place of grace. I'm loved regardless because of what Christ did for me on the cross, not because of anything mistake that i've done
0: yeah and, absolutely and
1: because god gives me that grace i can give myself that grace and i can give other mm-hmm. people that grace yeah yeah if we're
0: not accepting that grace in our own hearts we're not giving it to yeah. anyone else Yeah, how can like, you there's give no it? way yeah yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and i think too so these two there's three categories but if you're listening to this i'm assuming you're at least in under law or under grace i'm mm-hmm. assuming you're not just of the natural flesh and, and not caring about god and <laughs> you know what
1: if you are welcome yeah <laughs> absolutely
0: absolutely um and so with those two categories, under law, under grace, I I don't want this to become a, oh my goodness, if I'm not under grace, I'm wrong. Because mm-hmm. hello, that is under law still. Like yeah. that's still being under the law. And I think for Christians, like- So in my brain, I picture it. So it's like, you can go to the left or you can go to the right. And then the first decision is, are you going to follow Christ or are you going to follow not Christ? Mm -hmm. And so there's that initial choice, that initial jumping off point of, I'm going to follow Christ with my life. And those are fantastic moments in our world. But then every day you have those choices again of Mm -hmm. am I going to continue, like what you were just saying, like, am I going to follow Christ or am I going to make a decision for myself? And I think we like ping pong back and forth. And some categories were really good at making these decisions. And we're like, Mm -hmm. I'm always choosing Christ, which if... How, I can't even think of a single category I'm good at every yeah, time. I was like, to, I, was like I, I don't have a I'm, single one. <laughs> I think I'm
1: usually, if I'm being honest with everyone, I think I'm usually following in the under law category. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, even though my job is to point others to Christ and to, to point specifically students to Christ, I think we fall, I, I fall into this, this category of, my whole life, I've been told I have to be successful in everything that I do, and so I put all of this pressure on my own shoulders in order to be that, in order to do that. And and if we're being honest, that that's where I fall. Yeah. Like I, I and I want to change that, you know. And mm-hmm. I think that's where the grace part comes in. Yeah. Is do you want to change it? Yeah, yeah. I do. So yeah. it's, it's, that's the point where I'm, I turn and I'm like, okay, God, but I need your grace mm-hmm. and like, I need you to cover this because I will never yeah. be enough in any situation.
0: Yeah. The, the, when you say like, I will never be enough. I think if you're under law, that hurts you mm-hmm. in a way that like just really stinks. I've been there. I, I've felt that. But yeah. then whenever you're under grace and you say, I will never be enough. It's almost a worshipful stance. Yeah. Yeah. Saying like.
1: It's not tearing myself down. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'll
0: never be enough. That's such good news because you know who is enough? is Jesus Christ. Yeah, (laughs) and it it truly is a backwards thought process. Yeah, it makes no sense. No. Absolutely. Sometimes I think about some of the concepts in Christianity. I'm like, if I really had to describe this to a non-believer or someone who didn't even believe in a god or who had never I would sound heard crazy any, any. about some of them mm-hmm. that's why i think whenever i do think conceptually about that which is a weird thought to have but i'm like okay i'm gonna start at the very beginning mm-hmm. and i'm gonna go through the whole thing yeah and like anyway but mm-hmm. yeah you know some of these concepts are just so mind-boggling mm-hmm. even to people who have experienced them and and yeah. walked with them
1: and i'm sure we're gonna get to heaven one day like <laughs> okay can you like do a, like, a dive. Can you, you dive tell me deep again? into this? <laughs> like <laughs> Can you dive we a think, little deeper? <laughs> we think that we're doing a dive deep podcast, a deep dive podcast, yeah. but it's like we're scratching the surface. Oh, yeah. We haven't even dipped our toes in the water yeah. for, like, what we're going to find out one
0: yeah, day. Yeah, absolutely. And I, mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite thoughts. Thoughts. my favorite <laughs> thoughts is to think about just the the wonders and glories that are more like colors.
1: You know, yeah. are there more
0: colors? Probably. I'm sure. I'm sure, mm-hmm. um, and all that good stuff. And I think that you know, just as long as we, I think the important distinction here is that we recognize that it's about grace mm-hmm. and not about what we can do. And I think that's one of the some in some in a simple form one of the most important differences between under law versus under grace is that mm-hmm. we at least realize or have had a realization that it's about God and not about us For sure. um, and then continuing to submit ourselves to that and place ourselves at the foot of the cross and grace is just such like a wonderful wonderful thing mm, um yeah and I i the more i've studied it and the more I've thought about grace over the years like I do this thing a lot with concepts where I don't understand it at all so I start to like Figure it out. You know, you learn. I have a personal Mm. experience with it somehow, blah, blah, blah. Then I'm like, I got this thing figured out, right? And then, like, years pass. And then I start to dive into it, like, more academically or from a different angle or from, like, what about this? What about that? Well, new experience, all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, I I have the surface figured Mm. out. I I kind of know what this means. Yeah, I
1: have, like, the outline of the puzzle figured out, but I don't have the
0: actual
1: motions, yeah like I can't see the big picture <laughs>
0: Well I can't see it clearly because I've never seen God's glory clearly mm-hmm. so obviously I'm not gonna yeah. be able to see grace clearly yeah for sure fully clearly yeah <laughs> I mean we can understand it in our terms yeah to, to an extent
1: yeah
0: yeah sometimes kind of <laughs> <laughs> on some days right <laughs> in some moments yeah yeah but I think grace is like the central thing to our God mm-hmm. and to like Jesus yeah um because yes, one hundred percent, it's the cross and the mm-hmm. resurrection in that moment. That but that is grace intertwined. Like with grace. that is grace manifested and, yeah. and shown within the whole story of yes. Christ. It's yeah. redemption and grace. grace, and which grace is just crazy. Mm, it really is, but it's beautiful and it's wonderful, and it it gets it back to the point of. Once again, it's nothing we can do. It's yeah. literally not about us. It is about God mm-hmm. and what he would say and what he would have for us. And-, and so I
1: even think going back to to the message on Sunday and going back to that first category of, um, what was it again? Um, the first category. Flesh. Flesh, yeah. Um, I think if you find yourself in the second or the third category um, and you even if you find yourself jumping into the third category at times like all of us and maybe living in the second category and trying to work your way and into the third category which is the worst wording I could have used because yeah, yeah, yeah. we can't work our way. yeah but yeah like just really trying to get into that third category I think we need to recognize the people around us who are in that first category who are of the flesh yeah and like who do we need to be loving so intentionally around us in order for them to see a grace that isn't perfect, but looks more like Christ than they've ever seen before? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we need to be mindfully picking those people out in our lives um, or the people who are so living in that second cat of category of the law, yeah, like the legalistic. Yeah, the legalistic category. Like, how do we, how do we seek those people out, and how are you being intentional? And if you say, "I'm not," that's okay. Like, I, I think that, I think that with everything that we learn, we're growing and we're adapting and yeah. we're. We're going to have to figure it out day by day. And thank God there's grace for it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and
0: what I like so much about these categories too is like, yes, it's so good for our own heart and that's where it starts. But then Mm -hmm. like, who are you sharing that good news with? Who are you talking to? And the thing I go back to for grace is that if let's just take our church, for example, Yeah. but if each individual church, was truly known for grace, mm. that is so countercultural and that is so Christ like that if, like, as if people, you know, people can identify Asbury in so many different ways, but if it would make my heart so happy if people were like, Asbury, I just walk in there and I'm loved better than I've ever been loved before. Mm. And I'm just shown so much grace no matter what I have said or shared or, or, carried or done in. or carried in or looked mm-hmm. like or dressed like. Or, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if we were a grace church and that's what we need to be, we're, mm. you know, as the church, as Christians, we're called to be something different in culture. And I'm truly convinced that if we we're gracious, more gracious people. And we're, you know, sharing God's grace and had that like exuding from us. Like Mm -hmm. that is something so different and so attractional that people would be drawn to that. And people who are Mm -hmm. completely anti-Christ, anti-to-Christ, you know, and in the flesh would Mm -hmm. be drawn to that love forgiveness, which is different than the condemnation of the world. And people who are under the law would say, what is this new way of doing things where I can define myself differently?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We would, it it would be a, that church would be a church that stood out
0: among, yeah. among the forest of them. If it wasn't, you, know? you know, just a church that was known for their, the grace mm-hmm. they gave people. yeah Like yeah. that would be, that'd be because a church I, I'd want to go to. Yeah.
1: I mean, because I think with that grace along comes peace, you yeah. know, peace that. So
0: much comes with it. Yeah.
1: I mean, peace that I don't have to be this specific type of person. I don't have to be so successful. I don't have to have all my ducks in a row, but like. I am accepted but for Jesus. who I am yeah. and because of Jesus. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and I love the way Paul structured his argument. So um, chapter seven is the doo-doo chapter of I do what I do not want to do and I can't do what I want to do and mm-hmm. love that passage. <laughs> um, but just wretched man that I am, I just can't figure this out. And then eight, I, I, he's so strategic because he says there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ, mm-hmm. which condemnation is a huge thing that needs to be stripped away. Yeah, Self, world, church, like like so many things condemn us or, Mm -hmm. you know, that condemnation or that judgment, you know, Mm -hmm. that needs to be stripped away. And so Paul in his argument, if people are perfectly doing exactly what he's doing when he says it, he's saying, look at our precarious situation in chapter seven, verse one of chapter eight, he says, there is no condemnation. Let that fall off of you. Mm-hmm. And then he says, you know, the difference of, are you under law? Or are you under grace? Remember that it's about grace. It's about Christ. Mm-hmm. And then he drops the bomb and says, you are not a slave. You are a child of God yeah. and touches on identity. You mm-hmm. know, he brings us through that argument of, you know, what we can experience in life and what we can argue with God. And, you know, it ultimately comes back to identity because I think everything ultimately comes back to identity in it my really humble is. opinion. Yeah, um, yeah. But just that identity of being a child of God, like who your dad is defines you like that was it's not as true today because we're not in a hugely patriarchal society as it was in the first century when the Bible was written but who your father is or who your parent is largely does define you and when we take that in Christian terms of who your dad is defines you and if you put air quotes around dad and you know if it's an idol or or, or an action or a job or something you know mm-hmm. whatever you're using to define yourself is your identity like that's huge yeah Man, and if we just surrender to Christ, and I think there's so many Christians out there too, because this was me for years of they believe in Christ, but they don't count themselves a child, oh, and how yeah. different it is when you're a child
1: mm-hmm. when you actually take like believe it for your own.
0: Yeah, because it does Not change just things. speak
1: the words, but actually put that put that identity on yeah. as as a part of who you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, and I think it. I think it changes your self talk. 100%. It changes the way that you treat people. It changes every aspect of your life when you see yourself as that child of God.
0: Yeah, because other people aren't in competition anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you're a child. And and you're not in condemnation. Yeah, you're not in condemnation because you're a child.
1: Yeah, it's fallen off. You got to talk to your dad.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. there's so much in that, so much rooted in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was so good you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) I just I mean that's that's Paul I was just going through what Paul said so I I know but no no I I just feel like my brain but
1: I just feel like I in scripture talks about how God's word is the living word yeah and that could not be any more true for the points that you just said like Mm. speaking God's word Quoting his scripture and realizing this applies to us today, as it yes. did to Paul back in
0: yes, absolutely. however long ago, a bajillion absolutely. years ago. <laughs> scripture is so cool. This is a tangent, and then we'll conclude. But scripture is so cool, and so as you as we look back and look at the. The books. I mean, even going back to Daniel in the Old Testament and some of the letters that were written, um, you read the context of the type of church they're being written to. And if you go back and read those, like I did an exercise with our college kids where we were reading the context that Daniel, the book of Daniel was written to the cultural context. And I kind of just described it and I said... What does that sound like? And it literally sounds like a description of today's culture in the Mm. United States. Yeah. And so, so much of the scripture we think, oh, that was written so long ago.
1: And it doesn't apply to us today. It doesn't apply to me. How could they
0: understand? Which I have so many thoughts on that, but I'll keep my comments to myself. But... (laughs) there's when you know the context so much of it sounds like what we're going through today mm-hmm. and so it's like this is true as ever yes. um, and is as impactful as ever and as important as ever um, for us to read digest understand and really come to terms with mm-hmm. so yeah. um, I hope that you guys have gotten something out of this today Yeah, um, I think James's sermon so you can watch it on Asbury Tulsa it was really really good to go through the educational standpoint of all of it and like the, sure. the tracing out the categories and, and walking through a lot of it which is so good and so needed in Romans mm-hmm. um, and I love um well just i love talking to katie but then i also love that part two of romans of what about the personal side mm-hmm. what about my heart side to that yeah how, how do does connect? this apply my to brain me today. makes sense to this how does my heart make sense of mm-hmm.
1: this yeah and i think sometimes we really do need that educational side yeah, 100%. in order to bridge that gap into that personal yes realistic what does this look like in my own what life about me
0: practically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's how my brain works one hundred percent. I know my brain's not everyone's brain, but mm-hmm. my brain is I have to have an educational understanding of it mm-hmm. or have to have like a uh, like a bing like I understand. Yeah. And then my heart has an experience with it or comes along with mm-hmm. it. So that's definitely how I think. Yeah, for uh, sure. I'm sure not everyone's like that, but <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, well, I hope you all got something out of this. And Katie, will you just pray for us in conclusion?
1: Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you for today, God. We just thank you for the grace that you give. God, we pray that um, in everything that we do, that we would just look more like you, that we would uh, be reflections of you, God. And in the moments when we feel like, um, Lord, we're falling into the category of um, just trying to do the right things in order to um, be a better person or to be a better Christian. God, I pray that you would just throw your relationship back, um, back into the midst of our lives, that you would refocus our thoughts, refocus our um, perspectives, and that you would just meet us right where we're at. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen.